Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello, I'm Wendy Connybeer, and this is the Storytellers AZ podcast. I am a local Phoenix, Arizona writer, and uh, with me today is... LaPan. <laughs> Just LaPan. And tell us a little bit about yourself, LaPan. Uh, I've been a uh, television film writer for about 15 years professionally, and just getting back into it and writing some plays. All right. I am Dan DeCock, and I write fantasy fiction for uh, middle grade kids. Very good. Matt Fox, uh, website's persuasiontheory.com. All right. Our topic today is, how do we know we've contributed enough value to a piece that we've just written or created or put down? As we're seldom paid for time spent, what needs to be done to label a product or service finished and ready for the public's consumption? How do you know when you've finished a piece that you're working on? Le Pen? Well, for me, um, it's when I'm happy with it. It's uh, We can keep rewriting and rewriting and rewriting forever. But when I set out whatever I'm working on, especially in TV and film, you get to the end of the story, you get to the end of the story, and you do a rewrite or two. But mm -hmm. at some point in time, you give it up, you let it go, and you start something new. So it's when I'm happy with it. Okay. Now, whoever's paying you, may want more, but then you do that. Okay. And you with, can charge appropriately. Uh, <laughs> and yes, you do. So do you ever come to an impasse with the person that you're producing for? Oh, often, um, well, professionally, when you write a script for someone and then they ask you to rewrite, that's included. And after that, it's all negotiable. Okay. A lot of times, if they're not happy with it, they give it to someone else to rewrite. All right. Dana? Hmm. I, you know, I send stuff off, and I have people edit it, and it kind of depends on the feedback I get. You know, same kind of thing that uh, Lapan said, you know, when you're happy with it, you you can go on revising and revising and revising. At some point, you just have to stop mm -hmm. um, and decide that it's, it's good enough. What are your standards? Do you have standards for yourself that tell you that your product is good enough? I just read through it, and... Oh, yeah, I, I, if, if I, I would want to read this, if it, even if it wasn't mine. So you're not a person that's too hard on yourself and, and can't let go? Um, I can be really hard on myself, but usually I'm hard on myself in the way that I don't finish things. Like, I'll, if I actually get done with it and don't shoot myself in the foot before I get to that point, then I can let go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the getting to the end that I struggle with. And, and the being hard for on myself, it's like you get halfway into the story and you're like, ah, oh, this, this isn't working. I don't know where I'm going with this. Ah, just start something else. <laughs> um, that's when I'm hard on myself. But if I actually make it all the way to the end, then I can revise it and get it out there usually. So it helps if my kids like it too. <laughs> kids, I am kids, are, kids are very honest. You can usually count on them to give an honest opinion, honest feedback. So that's, you know, that's a good audience to try yeah. to... And since they're the on. age I'm writing for right now, then that's uh, kind of Helps. ideal. Yeah. You don't withhold food or anything, do you? <laughs> you want an honest response, I'm just saying. Matt, how do you know when you've produced something that's got enough value to your standards? Uh, well, for me, I guess it's... 
I'm going to say it's any different than you guys because it sounds pretty similar. It's once you get to the point where you feel like things are complete and uh, I'm not writing fiction. It's mainly nonfiction, sales letters, those types of things. And going through editing, and I do a lot of editing. So I'll lay everything out, let it sit for a day, go back and edit it, you know, let it sit for another day, come back in and make sure that everything flows again. And it can be two or three days sometimes, depending upon what it is. Okay. Um, or longer. So yeah. you can let it sit, though, and then go back to it. So oh, yeah, you have to. This is the thing that to. terrifies me about longer form writing. And the reason why I've written short form right now is because it's very hard for me to put something down and come back to it later. Because mm. I have to be emotionally in the zone to be working on it. Right. That's where, if you're writing something, don't stop at the end of a thought. Yeah. You know, go to the next thought and then leave it in the middle of a thought. It's easier to just to pick up. So how do you get yourself back in that mindset? Well, for instance, um, I did a workshop with Neil Simon once, and he's the, the best advice I ever got was um, you write a scene, and then you start writing the next scene. You write you know a page or two into it. Your mind already knows where you're going in that scene. So the next mm -hmm. time you sit down, you're not starting with a fresh idea. You already know. It's like these guys are already arguing. You finish off the argument, and you keep going. That's a good point. I would say I guess I, that's something that I've done. I never even thought about it like that. It's just something unconscious where I just will yeah. start. Because usually what I do, if it's something longer, like the, the series that I'm doing right now, I mean, there's seven, eight sections in each thing and, and several paragraphs. And I mean, not, I guess it's not long compared to some people's writing, but it's longer for me. And, and to do that and then lay it all out, every time I come back into it, there's more things that get added into it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're going to find out. Say I'm one of those people that I write and I write it until it's done, and then I send it. And then I'm mentally turned off from it. And if I look back at it, honestly, it'll look like some other person wrote it to me. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I actually yeah. think that's good, yeah. That is good. But I need to learn how to do that over a longer longer form to, in order to write a novel. I'm going to do it. The only so. thing I can say about that is just don't go back over it. Don't go back over it. Until you're done. When, until you get to the last page, don't reread the old stuff. Oh, yeah. Avoid that at all costs because that, that will just kill it. Yeah. You'll start changing stuff and doing things and get hung up on little things and you never finish. You just never finish. You got to, even if your first draft is horrible, finish it. Yeah. Okay. I forgot who it was. I think a famous uh, writer, Linda Seeger, she said, all writing is rewriting. Anybody else? So I, I hate revisions. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I do put more time into my first drafts than I probably should. I sh probably should just finish them. That's why I don't finish as many things as I would like to. But on the other hand, I can, if I put a book down and I get distracted from it and I haven't written it for a while, it is harder to get back in the zone. But like, I just got something back that I thought was going to be published three months ago and they said they want more revisions on it. And I was able to sit down and work on revisions. It, it's a different zone I'm in when I'm doing revisions versus actually writing. So I find it a lot easier to come back to something and revise it three months later than I would to pick up where I left off. Have any of you ever gotten to a point? Now, Lapan, you said that. I like to say that with an accent. Lapan. Um, you said that oftentimes your product owner will go to somebody else if they don't like what you've done. Have any of you gotten to a situation where you're just going back and forth and butting heads and you get your point across why you want it the way you want it 
and it ends up going out that way. Have any of you ever? I think with his industry, convinced? it's not up to him. No. Yeah, yeah. with the industry he's talking about, well, they bring somebody yeah. in that's to true. change it last minute right before somebody reads the lines. Absolutely, and I've written some of those last yeah. minute scripts right before they read the lines. Yeah, nothing like uh, going into having to be in a hotel for three night, three days in a row, because the script's shooting on Monday and they're not happy with it on Friday. Ooh. So um, that happens a lot. Okay. Um, but the the thing is. The reason why I got out of Hollywood writing for a while is because you're writing that kind of stuff and you're writing to what other people want. And now I'm writing to what I want and I'm going to make that happen. And okay. I'm happier with it. I haven't really done a whole lot of stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say. I mean, I know a lot of people who have. And, and I mean, when you're writing children's fiction, you do have a lot of control over what goes into your book, a lot more so than a lot of authors do. Um, I know people that have fought tooth and nail with their, their editors and, and said, no, this is staying, and, and, you know, it actually gets to stay, whereas people that write other things don't have that luxury. So my experience so far has been pretty good. It, you know, there's some compromise. They say, well, you know, we'd rather it be more like this, and I change it. I write it the way that I would write it that kind of fits what they want, and I hope that it's enough of a change. And so a little bit of back and forth, but I've never gotten to the point where it's just like, no, you know, they went away and I don't want to change it or vice yeah. versa. I haven't had to deal with that yet. I tend to be a little bit uh, of a pushover when people suggest changes. <laughs> I like to go with the editor's stuff because I, I trust too much. Is that the type of writing that you do, though? Um, It could be. It could be. Once I'm getting into fiction, I will probably be a bit more protective over it when it's coming from a more personal place. That's what I mean. Because of the type of work that you're doing right mm-hmm. now, it's not as critical. Right. Okay. Well, when you're writing something from yourself, which is fiction, as opposed to writing for some, getting paid to write right. for somebody else, then, you know, first of all, you have to also be able to hear constructive criticism, too. For a lot of people, that's very hard. It's harder than any of the rest of it is because sometimes they're right and right. sometimes your wife's right and sometimes your kid's right and you have to be willing to hear it and look at it from a step back Correct. and that's much harder when you're writing something that's your own because it's like people always refer to it as their baby that'll do it for this uh storytellers easy podcast um thanks guys thank you for listening to storytellers az we'll see you next time